Hey, good morning and welcome to this morning's devotional. If you have your coffee, let's take a sip and let's get started. I want to preface something though before I get started on this morning's devotional. I want to encourage you. Actually, I want to ask you before you go into any type of exercise program or change your exercise routine, whether it's walking, running, jogging, going to the gym, or any type of change in your normal exercise program, as well as your diet, what you eat, or change in your eating habits, please first consult with your doctor, with your family physician that knows you. And getting started, I want to start out with this particular verse. So if you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20, and this is in the ESV version. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. So on this particular Bible verse, it's something that's quite common in utilizing for exercise or taking care of your bodies right because this verse says that your body is a temple right of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god so don't you know that your body that you're alive that this vessel that you're occupying is a gift from god it is a temple of the holy spirit and you're not your own so if you're a believer you're saved you believe in jesus christ you believe in god you believe in the word of god in the bible you're not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify god in your body i just want to share another verse and uh, we'll expound on it together here a little bit this comes from romans 12 1 through 2 and if you've been following some of my devotionals we did walk through the book of romans so I encourage and invite you to check out that series there's a three video series on this but let me read this to you i appeal to you therefore brothers by the mercies of god to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to god which is your spiritual worship do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So looking at this verse, and we dissected it a little bit more in the Roman series on that 12th chapter, but there's an important part here. I appeal to you. Paul's appealing to the brothers, the brethren, the believers, right, to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. It's our spiritual worship. It's part of our spiritual worship, right? Making our bodies a living sacrifice. Healthy bodies, pour into our bodies, take care of our bodies, take care of this temple. But not only that, later on it says, but be transformed by, transformed by the renewal of your mind, right? That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. So we are, and you've heard me say this many times, we are three types of elements within our body. We're three types of entities, okay? We are physical, we are mental, right? And we are spiritual. So we should take capture our thoughts, take care of our bodies, 
take care of our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. Let me read another verse here. It's 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. So hold on to your seat here. This is a great verse. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. Look, I'm no expert on fitness. I'm no expert on health. Um, I am uh, still overweight. I, I have a few pounds to uh, take care of, but starting this year, or starting actually 2020, I did make a New Year's resolution. I did make a commitment. I did make a goal and vision for myself to get fit and stay fit. I changed my exercise program. I changed what I ate. And if you click on a link in the description of this particular video, um, it's titled, It Wasn't Magic, It's Diligence. So what I reaped was the results of taking control of my thoughts, taking captive control my thoughts, realizing my body is a temple, God, it's my spiritual worship. I took self-control, right? Because every athlete here, right here, it states, exercises self-control in all things, right? So I made that commitment. I wrote out that plan and I studied and I studied different diets, ways, ways of eating, exercise, um, going to the gym, free weights. I looked up experts that were validated and verified and had the credentials and the results of what they spoke about. And I ended up losing 30 pounds. I changed, lowered my waist size by four to five different waist sizes. I lowered my resting heart or heart rate by 20. I sleep a little bit better. I feel better. Actually, I feel more like I did in my 20s by staying disciplined and diligent on this program. And what did I eat? I didn't go with these diets. There's a lot of fad diets out there. I went with what I call the Mediterranean way of eating. And some people talk, title it the Mediterranean diet. So if you want to Google it or search it or duck, duck, go it and find Mediterranean diet, I turned that into a way of life. So way I typically eat, I don't do it for a week or two weeks or three weeks. I've been doing that consistently for the most part since January 2nd, 2020. And it's reaped those types of results. Now, being that we are not just physical bodies, we are also spiritual and mental bodies, I've also committed to a daily word and prayer time. So I have a devotional typically every morning. I'll read a Bible verse every morning. I'll pray, right? And I'll listen to inspirational music. So I've incorporated this way of living and into my life and it's reaped measurable results here. Now, again, I'm not an expert, right? I'm not perfect. I do make mistakes and I do fail. Um, actually, with the holiday season wrapping up here, I've had a lot of cheat days because the Mediterranean diet, the way my program is, you do have a little bit of the ability to cheat, eating the meats or the lean meats, having a nice dessert here and there. 
I did fall back a little bit during the holiday season because I was working out five to six days consistently every week. But with the holidays, I skipped a few here and there. And that's why you see me, I'm getting ready to work out and go to the gym today, get back on my program. But what I've noticed going to the gym, you see that in January, February, uh, and March, those first maybe two months, three months at the max, the gyms are packed, they're loaded, they're, all the machines are taken, I'm waiting for uh, machines or I'm doing other exercises or other muscle groups because the gyms are packed, because it is a common goal or common New Year's resolution to lose weight or get fit, uh, take care of your body, um, so you'll be ready for the spring and the summer for the shorts and being out on the beach. But if you notice that it starts typically falling off by March or even sooner, and people give up on those New Year's resolution, those commitments to getting more fit, getting fit and staying fit, to losing that weight, right? So why is it? It is because I think commitment dil diligence, right? If you've written out a plan, all right, and you've heard my other fitness videos or my other devotionals about fitness and health, you need to write out a plan, a feasible plan with baby steps, right? Baby steps to achieve those goals and objectives and celebrate each one. Look, you didn't gain all that weight if you're overweight or if you're obese overnight. It took time, it was overtime. It may have been over many years. Why would you think in one or two or three months, you're gonna shed that all off? You're not, you're gonna be need to be dedicated and committed to it. Let me read another verse here choose for your tribes wise right so deuteronomy deuteronomy 1 13 says choose for your tribes wise understanding and experienced men and i will appoint them as your heads so in any fitness program any goal any objective i recommend seeking wise counsel right Seek wise counsel of those certified professionals that achieve those results and teach and lead other people to achieve those results. What frustrates me sometimes is you get folks talking about these fad diets or these programs uh, that don't last, that uh, they just want to sell these books or subscribers or visitors, right, that people give up on. I'm recommending you seek wise counsel from people that's achieved results. I'm not saying that I'm all wise, that I know everything, but I will tell you that I research, verify, and validate the exercise programs and what I do. And I'm so sure of those that I teach it to my children. I'm so sure because I've gotten those results. I've lost that 30 pounds and almost 40 pounds. I gained 10 pounds in muscle. I lost those five sizes in a waist size. I've lowered my heartbeat by uh, 20 points. I achieved another black belt in karate. I didn't achieve that overnight. I didn't achieve that one, two or three months or four months. It took several months to develop that habit, but I'm encouraging you to seek out wise instructors, wise leaders. And this comes upon another topic that I somewhat cringe about, that I somewhat get frustrated about, um, that, that I get irritated about, to where sometimes I see these preachers and these speakers get on their podiums, 
get on the stage and preach about all these other different sins. Oh, you shouldn't drink, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't listen to rock music, this is of the devil, that's of the devil, you're gonna go to hell for this, that, and this, yet they're hugely obese. Now, I'm not judging them, I'm not being critical of them. What I'm saying is, who am I more apt to take instruction, whether it's spiritual, okay, or physical, from someone that's not achieving it in their own life, right? If they're hugely obese and they wanna to talk to their congregation about saying mental illness is of the devil, or they're saying that if you drink, you're gonna to go to hell, or if you let a, a few curse words slip, you're gonna to go to hell, that's not of God. I'm gonna take my instruction typically from those achieving those results that they speak about. If not, it seems rather hypocritical to me I don't know about you. So if I see a speaker and a preacher talking about, you know, being convicted and being godly and being spiritual and try to lead me along the spiritual path, I'm going to kind of look at his life. And if he is taking care of those sectors in his life, because it says here in Deuteronomy 1.13, choose for your tribes wise understanding and experienced men, and I will appoint them as your heads. Same thing as what I read in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27. Here at the end, okay, these last couple verses. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, right? But I discipline my body and I keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. It's saying if you preach these things to others, you should live it out. If you're going to talk the talk, you should walk the walk, right? Let's go to another verse here. Hebrews 12, 11 through 12. For the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak needs. Look, anything worth having takes a lot of work anything worth having is worth working for right it says here in hebrews 12 11 through 12 for the moment all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant ever heard the saying no pain no gain right <laughs> working out is not easy being fit is not easy um, taking capture of your thoughts captive of your thoughts the renewal of your mind Putting your body under discipline is not easy. It takes work, okay? But later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, lift your drooping hands and strengthen your weak knees. That means work out, exercise, get fit, and stay fit. Again, Isaiah, 50, Isaiah I'm sorry, Isaiah 35.3 says, Strengthen the weak hands and make firm, feeble knees. Make firm, feeble knees and weak hands. That means exercise, work out. Train your body, train your hands, arms, shoulders, chest, legs, knees. Train yourself, exercise, get fit, stay fit, maintain that fitness. Another great verse in Proverbs 24, 5. I love the book of Proverbs, full of wisdom. It's actually nicknamed the book of wisdom. So in Proverbs 24, 5, it says, 
a wise man is full of strength and a man of knowledge enhances his might so that means a wise man is full of strength strengthen your body get fit stay fit and maintain that fitness you've got to be diligent disciplined committed and convicted on maintaining that and making it a way of life it's not going to happen in a month or two months or three months habits typically take four to six months to even develop right and after that you've got to make it a way of life in daniel 115 i'm going to kind of expand a little bit on this particular verse but daniel 115 it says the bible says at the end of 10 days it was seen that they were better in appearance and fatter in flesh than all the use who who ate the king's food let me read this one more time at the end of 10 days it was seen that they were better in appearance and fatter in flesh than all the youths who ate the king's food daniel 115 so what this verse is basically alluding to referring to if you look at daniel uh daniel 1 in this chapter it talks about where the king's men and the king was wanting to feed and tempt uh daniel and his servants right there's about 10 of them uh or daniel's uh, servants that were among Daniel and Daniel himself, right? Of all the food, the sweets, the delicacies of the king's food. And Daniel said, hey, I'll refuse this. And by the end of 10 days, I will be stronger and healthier from it, right? Well, they didn't believe it. You know, they said, well, no, you need to eat all this. Look at the king's men. This is where you need to be like. And no, they tested Daniel. And this is where the Daniel fast comes from. If you've heard about the 21-day Daniel fast. This is why where it comes from. Um, typically, they outline it in 21 days. And what Daniel ate, he didn't eat any meat. He didn't eat any delicacies from the king's table or any of those sweets or fatty goods. He only ate fruits, vegetables, nuts, and beans. Right. So if you look at that fast, it was a pretty much a vegetarian, vegan-like diet for 21 days. And what happened at the end? Daniel, his servants were stronger, right? Daniel's appearance was more stout and muscular and healthy after that period of time. So what I want to encourage you within this, if you've not tried a 21-day Daniel fast, try it, check it out, read up on it. I'll have links below because I've reaped measurable results from it. But don't go into any fast thinking it's about your bodily appearance because I believe in a fast, any fast, takes care of all three parts most importantly spiritual because it's supposed to draw yourself closer to god to listen to god because you're sacrificing something something of the flesh something that's distracting or keeping you away from god so you can grow closer to god that's the purpose main purpose of a fast is the spiritual right but the attributes of this particular fast does have fiscal benefits right i was able to lose an average of five pounds a week I was able to sleep better. I was less stressed. I got in the word. I went through a devotional of a daily word and prayer time and worship music time. I asked God for some things. I asked God to speak to me. I had some wishes, desires, dreams, and prayer requests. I wanted to see to fruition. And God did grant me and bless me that by the end of my fast. So encourage that fast. Try it out. Check it out. 
But again, I want to preface and I want a disclaimer here towards the end, always check with your medical doctor before you change any type of eating habit, any type of diet, any type of um, food type strategy or habit, right? As well as an exercise uh, program or lifting weights or free rates, walking, running, karate, whatever type of change in your normal fitness structure regimen that you have now, always check with your doctor first. But in closing, what I want to share with you is, is I hope this particular devotional and these verses encourage you, make you think. I encourage you to dig deep into these verses. And the idea of this is to get fit and remain fit because it is part of your spiritual worship. Your body is a living sacrifice to God. It is a vessel. You're only given one vessel, okay? A lot of people like to say YOLO, you only live once. You also only die once to this vessel. You only have one and you should take care of it the best way you can, right? You should utilize and leverage the Bible verses to encourage you, convict you and inspire you to take care of your body, that vessel. And if you are overweight or you're obese and you're not healthy, it's not too late to start. I encourage you to start check with your doctor first, but I encourage you to start right now today and be diligent, right? Be diligent, ride out a plan and take those baby steps and celebrate every baby step. Get someone else to join you. Get that wise counsel around you that will encourage you, right? That will inspire you and help keep you accountable because we were made for relationships and no better treat than it is to work out with other friends and family members. My kids join me. Both of my minor children join me in working out and exercising, of getting fit and staying fit, right? So I encourage you, start now, start today. It's not too late. Get on that program. And if you want some strategies that's worked for me or some of the people that I look to for wise counsel in this particular category of my life, the fitness, physical, mental, spiritual, uh, well-being part of my life, uh, private message me, email me, get a hold of me. I'd be glad to share those and stay tuned for other videos I share here on my YouTube channel under the fitness portion of my YouTube channel titled Fitness of Mind, Body, and Soul. And look, while you're at it, seize this day. I'm recording this on a Saturday morning, okay? I'm seizing this Saturday morning by going out to the gym and get my upper body, my back and biceps, chest and triceps workout in, and I'll probably have to throw legs in. So it's gonna be a long workout because I'm pretty much gonna do a full body workout because I've had some too many cheat days here, um, here in the, during the uh, holiday time. But work out a structure. And if you want to know what works for me and what I did and my outline, I'll have that too link at the bottom here in this YouTube channel. Um, it's titled again, it, what, it's not magic, it's diligence. So you'll see how I work out, what my plan is, and how I study research and the benefits and the blessings and the results it did for me. So while you're at it, seize this day. And may you launch each day with purpose, navigate with principles, and explore with passion.